is channeling my inner feelings about this episode <laughs> oh well the months just keep rolling and the years keep on coming and we are in february it's the first episode no second episode of february yeah wait can you hear me yeah i hear you pretty oh, good okay. <laughs> you know they say the higher you climb the further you fall and last episode we had a really good movie <laughs> So, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess before we get into it, we are High Key Book Club, where we book club movies and TV shows. Yes. We and I didn't need a script for that. Wow. Are you impressed? Um, it came a little early, but I know. Are you? Because sure I'm you... trying. To, I'm trying to storm through this. Are you sure you can hear me? <laughs> yeah, I can hear you. I don't think so. I can. I see. I see the I little blip. Barely. Look at yours, girl. I'm I'm concerned. You shouldn't be. Okay. All right. Do you feel good? Co- <laughs> I feel good now. <laughs> <laughs> it was fine. <laughs> oh, of course, I was just trying to get into it early because I'm I trying know. to bl- breeze through this one. I know, I know, I know. I just, I know. No one asked for this. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a request. No, we didn't. I didn't mean for this to happen. Really. I just. Yeah. What? Well, I just wanted Cameron to see this movie because it's seasonal. And it's one of the few. Seasons. But it's not very well seasoned. It's, it's a little on the bland it's side. It's bad, but y'all, y'all know I love my bad movies. It's true. And I'm actually glad because it's one of those types of movies that we're ashamed of Hollywood for, you know? Yeah. But and I, I don't see it, enough of those. I saw it in theaters. Who knows why? Because back then it was cool. It was Back when? 2010. 2010 it was cool it was like hip to go watch that i guess and like adam sandler movies like you were talking about yeah (laughs) because like that was like the golden era of adam sandler because it had been nominated for a razzie but it lost all of the razzie noms to an adam sandler movie was it jack and jill or just go with it jack and jill okay i think just go with it was the next year okay yeah that was jennifer aniston yeah i guess (laughs) <laughs> sandler this was like sandler's I uh, told you. trough period yeah and what's her face margot robbie oh really yeah i don't understand why these fine actresses would subject themselves <laughs> to sandler movies well back then it was like a cash cow yeah drew barrymore got her dues out of the way early right <laughs> three times oh man what a weird world hollywood is so yeah we're hiking book club i'm cameron <laughs> I'm Zeleny. Hey, Zeleny. How are you? Fine. All right. I'm pretty good. I'm trying to excite myself for this episode and, oh. and, and get really into it. Well, so I just wanted to watch it because it's it's almost Valentine's Day. It's Valentine's Day this week. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to be at the dentist all day. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. In real life. You had experienced some wild dentist office stuff Why? that I... I just... Oh. I've never waited that long oh, in a dentist I know. office. It was, it's because it's an affordable dentist. You know, the weights are unpredictable. I mean, I've been to affordable dentists in the past and Mm. 
Maybe there's nothing that outrageous. Privilege, I guess, or at least they would tell me like, <laughs> "Hey, you know, it's it's gonna be a while." Yeah, so. they didn't tell me. I thought they forgot. Oh, and then I got a text yesterday or this morning. I don't know when that said our records indicate you missed your appointment. Call this number to reschedule. Oh wow! I was like, "How dare you?" I was there for like three hours. <laughs> wow, they are disorganized yeah, right. as a mug. But they were really nice. <laughs> hey, you know, kindness only goes so far. Uh, so th- the point is, I, I went to the dentist the other day and I got an appointment to do all my dental work on Valentine's Day this week. So it's not like in the movies where Valentine's Day is this big event. This movie really makes it out to be like a huge event. Yeah. So we're covering Valentine's Day. Yeah. The movie. <laughs> <laughs> with a lot of the the lot lots of people cast yes. a list one of those and, movies and so do you re- did you realize this is actually the first in some kind of unofficial trilogy of yes no yeah? it's not the first he's just not that into you hello I didn't come across that one well that one what was that one was said the first what what holiday was that it wasn't a holiday but it was uh it was similar in format and right and in theme it was about dating kind of a rom-com right yeah but it was the same way like there was ensemble like cast ensemble cast drew barrymore's in it gotcha no i mean i don't mean per specifically just ensemble cast rom-com type movies but i mean well, i know the new year's eve and mother's day yeah like i never saw mother's day i saw new year's eve you did yeah <laughs> oh man how was that uh i don't remember it as much because valentine's day for some reason i watched a lot of times because i had the dvd you had the dvd yeah so you probably know more than you should about that movie. <laughs> yeah, I do. I went to see it in theaters. And New Year's Eve, I think I saw it in theaters. And then I saw it like again, like on reruns on cable mm-hmm. or something. But I didn't see it that many times. Valentine's Day, I saw it over and over and over. Yeah. Well, so. But he's just not that into you really helped. There's that other rom-com one that was like the original, original. Something that's got to give or something. No, I don't know what it is. It couldn't be something's got to give. No, I, mean, I mean, it's, it's, you know what I'm talking about. It's like famous. It's not. They're all a blur to me. Okay. I mean, they were yeah, like the right. reason I stopped watching things. <laughs> wow. Valentine's I saw Day. He's just not that into you. It's yeah. a horrible movie as well. But I saw that one a lot also. Mm. So Valentine's Day did come out 2010. This was the beginning of pretty much the beginning of my alien phase. <laughs> um, I would say it started around the uh, housing bubble crash of end of 08. But because <laughs> of my senior year of high school and I was getting into uh, youthful shenanigans mm. and didn't have time for that TV and movie theater bull crap. And it was just at that, this was like, this is like a prime example of how bad movies were at that time. Yeah. Like everything just seemed so fake and contrived. Yeah. Back then I didn't know about contrived stuff that much. Yeah. You know? Oh, I get that. I was living in the fantasy. There you go. So I, I, I just gave up on it. I said, this is, you know, madness. So, that's uh the move the writer of this movie is Catherine Fugate Fugate who knows and she also wrote New Year's Eve. Okay, um, that makes sense. And Leah, I guess Leah Michelle is in New Year's Eve. Who is Leah Michelle? Oh, don't know her. She's from Glee. Oh, good. Like the main girl. Oh, got it. And uh, Justin Timberlake, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, it had a few other... Uh, Zac Efron. Oh, yeah. Is it New Year's Eve? We were wondering where he was in this one. We were. Or I was. I, <laughs> I, thought, I thought we mentioned that. We were like, Zac Efron should have played Ashton Kutcher. Girl, I don't remember that, but... <laughs> Honestly, was, like Jack Black could have played better than Ashton Kutcher. He was in New Year's Eve. 
Uh-huh. As was Ashton. Oh, yeah. A lot of people were in New Year's. Was Anne Hathaway also in New Year's Eve? I Maybe. Remember. I can't remember. There were three of the actors I they said that came Mother's back. I Mother's Day. I haven't seen that one. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Mother's Day had like the lowest rating and they all had oh. low ratings. So I think it was. So this movie, you want to guess the Rotten Tomato score? 20. 20%. That's pretty close, actually. I'm impressed. But no, it's lower. 18. Hey. Yeah. 14 no, for it was, Valentine's it was, Day. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's 18%. Okay. Um, makes sense. Yeah. So 18% was this one. I think New Year's Eve was 7%. <laughs> wow. And Mother's Day is 6%. <laughs> Damn, yeah. 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 For Mother's? Like, Mother's Day got ripped. It, sound, it Like, it's all the reviews were god awful. Well, probably because of later, right? It, it was, it was recent. It was. Yeah. It was 2016. Okay. Yeah. It's because this is a 2010 era concept. Yeah, exactly. And Not- I guess... Uh, 2016 and later right yeah like the reviews for mother's day were like this is the worst most outplayed manipulative manipulative outdated yeah they said manipulative i was like i want to see it now i know i do too Uh, maybe Maybe that'll be our next one oh no No. (laughs) we have to wait for mother's (laughs) day for may (laughs) (laughs) but we can't do mother's day for my birthday episode girl because they always kind of coincide oh my goodness anyway selfish a little bit (laughs) (laughs) i know we got to do a movie i like Oh. <laughs> well, I don't like this movie. It's just one of those movies that I have like a love-hate relationship. George Lopez is in this movie. Yeah, he is. So is so. Yeah, let's go through the cast. It's a lot of them. There's Ashton Kutcher and Jennifer Garner. There's Bradley Cooper and if you haven't seen, Julia Roberts. If you haven't seen this movie, it's okay. Don't watch it. <laughs> yeah, you, we do not endorse. Yeah, you don't need to to follow it. We found it on it's on HBO. So if you're if you have HBO and want to go see it again, that's the that's the place we found it. But we don't recommend it, and you don't need to watch it to follow along this time. Yeah, because, HBO probably pays like a dime. Yeah, per we, we didn't we didn't mean for this to happen. So it's just it's the season of Valentine's Day, where in the real world it doesn't really matter. Does Valentine's Day matter to you? Well, so I think that's that's like the question of the movie. <laughs> well, well, no, we were asking ourselves that, right? Yeah, like, we does it really warrant? the need to make a movie because obviously we've got plenty of christmas day movies or fourth of july right. type movies uh bigger fourth holidays of july, like independence day independence is day that the only one? born on the fourth of july oh, okay fine i mean no i mean there are plenty of movies that while they might not be about the fourth of july there there's a significant there's not that many valentine's day movies Right. Because there's a lot of rom- romance and rom-com movies. although there is a wikipedia page of list of films set during Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh, is it anything major though? Or is I didn't it just bother like clicking it. Movies? I didn't bother looking. It's probably all like lifetime movies. Yeah, they're all red links. What does that mean? You know how like on Wikipedia, there are the blue links that lead somewhere, and then there's the red ones that don't go anywhere. No. Oh well, they're like red links, and it just means that like I guess they've been mentioned enough to warrant a link, but it doesn't go anywhere. It just shows that like there's not enough information to have a whole page about it. It comes up more often with like authors. And like all their list of works. But anyway. So there will be spoilers, but they don't matter. Okay. Yeah. Okay, we're so. we're going to uh, just skip the first half, second half aspect of what we would normally do on High Key Book Club. But if you want to cue the it's music from of, here on out, go ahead. It's more low key, low key. So does Valentine's Day matter? No. It's made up. By Hallmark? Well, so <laughs> what is it? Valentine's Day is after St. Valentine? Right. That we, we learn about it in the movie. Yeah. We learned that it's St. Valentine and he was secretly marrying people in like the 1500s or whenever. 
and that's why it was Valentine's Day. And then he got married or something. And mm-hmm. but I thought he was a priest, so I'm like, how did he get married? But whatever. <laughs> um, it's funny because in my documentary class, we had this assignment last week to do a vox pop, uh, and that just means it's like vox for vocals and pop being on a microphone, I guess. But where you got like Billy on the street to strangers and ask them a set of questions that are all the same, so you can get these varied responses on the same topic. And uh, my group chose to just talk about does Austin live up to the hype which we got some really cool responses for. Mm-hmm. But another group, they were having struggles coming up with a good question, a good prompt to ask people. And so we had to submit these beforehand. And then the day of, the professor critiqued them. And the group had the question is, do you believe in Bigfoot? And then, because they were just like basically trying to play a joke kind of and not take it too seriously. Professor didn't like that. And he was like, all right, well, throw that question out the window because that's going to suck. And then it was the last question that hooked him. What is Bigfoot doing on Valentine's Day? And he was like, well, Valentine's Day, that's topical. A lot of people probably have some kind of opinion about that. And so that's what apparently they did their box pop assignment on. And we're going to see the results on Wednesday. Well, that's really <laughs> useful for right now. Uh, I just thought I would <laughs> say that. And but well, the reason was because... Um, the reason I brought that up because you just asked me, like, does Valentine's Day matter? Does and it? that was one of their questions. And Stop they got avoiding the question. I've always just believed it to be a uh, a capitalist plot. That's such a like stereotypical answer, though. Because like, it's true. Di- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is. But, you know, that's always like the cynical line in the movies. No, I know. It's but it's true. <laughs> I know. But like it just they always say that. You know, it, it's it's become cheesy at this point to even say that. I agree. Because that's always like the cynical character, what they say. I know. But like in re- the real world, Valentine's Day doesn't matter. Or does right. it? No, definitely not. Like, Are we you don't, sure? I mean, we don't get to skip work. Right. <laughs> so obviously the government doesn't deem it important enough for us to take a break from doing our normal But like, things. it's like the people that watch The Bachelor, they care. Yeah, That's because the they're rich and capitalist-minded. Oh. Do you see the consumerism wrapped up well, in all of this I see, now? Of course I see the consumerism, but like it's just one of those things that I feel like... Oh, okay. So I've been at to Val- during Valentine's... You've been to Valentine's Day? <laughs> I've been to the grocery store like the past two years on Valentine's Day for whatever reason. Yeah, like why? I don't know. Because I, I needed right? need stuff. And I always, I've seen like hordes of men looking confused mm. and around the flowers mm-hmm. like looking very confused or around the cards sure. area and i'm just like this is so it feels like such a farce you know just like they're just like playing the part they are but it's like they look genuinely confused i'm like if you're so confused just like do something like genuine instead of the thing their society's telling you to do i don't know it's just weird to me that like i do see it in real life. I mean, that's like the prime American example, I feel like. It's this, it's a commercial holiday it's just an that obligation. has. Right. But like buying roses and whatever doesn't, it feels so random. Speaking of, my mom has always, I remember now, she, I feel like I mentioned this already on a podcast episode we did, but maybe not. She has always given me something. Like she's always been my Valentine. 
Jay gives you something on Valentine's Day? Yeah, she's like, like for whatever reason, she's always very thoughtful to me on Valentine's Day and makes sure that she gives me some kind of gesture, be That's it a nice. card or a stuffed animal or uh, something. My mom too, actually. She would she would often get me like a little stuffed animal or something. Yeah, I, like a couple years ago, I got this cute little monkey and he hangs from a bookshelf next to my desk. It's really cute. Wow. I like it. It has little Velcro hands so you can snap it to around things yeah it's weird i guess i don't know just like relationship wise it never feels like it matters right it doesn't and and it just like every restaurant is like packed like so that's the other part of it yeah go the day before you know or just any any old weekend just like i think i was telling you i I worked at this fine dining restaurant in houston and i just remember valentine's day being a very popular uh, pre-reservation type of date yeah. and the restaurant would specifically have a special you know option like menu. three four five course menu options uh for that specific holiday well, they kind of poke fun at it in the movie mm-hmm. when they were at that early seating <laughs> thing and it was all crowded and then the specials were like four course like forever in love <laughs> menu or whatever right. and he was like is there like a two weeks dating for two weeks but it looks promising menu and the waiter's like no <laughs> <laughs> that's how i'd be <laughs> like get out of here with that shit oh my God. <laughs> so i mean it had some slight bit of self-awareness mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no. It, it took itself pretty seriously you think i think More so than Miss Congeniality 2, Armed and Fabulous. (laughs) You asked me that, and I didn't say... I said no. I think Armed and Fabulous took itself more seriously. Yeah. That's another one we watched. (laughs) Yeah. They're pretty much in the same vein, though. I I can't see... I mean, honestly, I'd give Miss Congeniality 2 a little more credit because, um, like you had mentioned, you liked that they didn't let the uh, romantic relationship be the center of the um, emotions for the character, which was great. We don't see that. Instead, it was actually really focused, I think, on like feminine uh, feminism. Yeah, friendship. Just their their friendship and their working relationship as cops. Which was real cool. But that's here nor there. (laughs) Unfortunately, we don't (laughs) really... What we have a person of color, and we have Jamie oh, Fox have Jamie and Fox. Uh, George Lopez. George Lopez. Anybody else? Taylor Lautner. Who, I, yeah, I don't know who that is. He's Taylor's Swift's boyfriend. What? What is he? Puerto Rican? No. <laughs> oh my God, he's like Canadian, Hawaiian, or something. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't tell. He had like two lines. Bro, he was just there I, to stand and smile. I'm just saying he's, look he's not. He's not white as fuck. That's all. Might as well be white as fuck. Well, no, he standing he, next to Taylor Swift. <laughs> no, that he would look even less white next to Taylor Swift. That's the opposite argument. Okay, sorry. I guess. So yeah, there's like three out of twenty or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So well, how does this film score on the diversity scale? Very bad. Very bad. <laughs> I mean, it was 2010 though. I, honestly. Oh, like that's some excuse. <laughs> it is. No, I know. I get it, but still. In Hollywood and. It was actually kind of progressive on the gay side. Yeah. That was kind of the... Closet gay. The twist. Yeah. I wouldn't say closet gay, though, as being that progressive. What do you mean? He's not, though. He came out. I mean, it's revealed in the end through action. No, sure. no, no, no. He came out at the press conference. Oh. You weren't, oh, pay, you weren't oh, paying oh. attention. The football guy. Okay, yeah. Now I remember. So okay, he comes yeah. out... Okay, so... And yeah. Yeah, he comes out publicly, and that's like his... That's what was troubling so much throughout 
before he came out, but we don't know why mm-hmm. until he gives the press conference. But it's that it's he's like the football guy. I forgot his name, but he's like on Grey's Anatomy or one of those hot doctor shows. Um, <laughs> he's like I, I think, one of those hot doctor shows. I think he's McSteamy. <laughs> okay, McDreamy oh, is <laughs> McDreamy is also in this movie. Oh, I think McDreamy is Patrick Dempsey. Patrick Dem- Patrick Dempsey, uh, who's a hoe in this. So we have Jessica Alba. We have Ashton Kutcher, Jennifer Garner, Patrick Dempsey. They're all a, a triangle. Oh, thing. right. We have M. Julia Roberts, Bradley Cooper. You said those. Mm-hmm. Emma Roberts, Julia Roberts' niece. You know her. Mm-hmm. And her boyfriend. I don't know him. <laughs> Taylor Swift and Taylor Lautner, Taylor Squared, <laughs> and the old people, the old couple. Right. The kid. Anne Hathaway. Oh, yeah. Anne Hathaway's Topher, Topher Grace, the 70s show guy. Mm-hmm. Right. Got it. Uh, Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah. Jessica Biel. <laughs> yes. Alba. Did you already say I her? I said Jessica Alba. Jessica Biel. She was the one with Jamie Foxx at the end. Jamie Foxx. <laughs> Whoever played Patrick Dipsy's wife. She wasn't important. Yeah. Bro. Wow. <laughs> Sadly. Sorry. <laughs> the victim wasn't important. <laughs> right. Am I missing anyone? Probably, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) We've got plenty in the hole. Who was your favorite story? Bradley Cooper. Really? Yeah, he was good. I was very gagged in the theater. I mean, so I liked that story. I I guess kind of like Ashton's story. So Ashton is kind of like the protagonist, I guess. He is. I feel like they focus on him more than anything. They like kind of start and end with him. So it was kind of a weird end though when they were like kissing, but then it was awkward. Mm-hmm. It was weird. I mean, there's so much that's weird about this movie. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it was weird that he was in a pink shirt the whole time. Why was it weird? <laughs> He's a florist on Valentine's Day. I mean, I guess it's just it's so. <laughs> oh, Kathy Bates was in this. Oh yeah, Kathy Bates. Out of nowhere. It's just like she happened to be on the lot when they. Were... Yeah, because she was just like so... a studio manager of like for like five seconds right yeah exactly like that's and i felt like the same way for jamie fox uh, i had said in the while we were watching the movie that so this takes place in los angeles and in hollywood right, right. and so you can kind of it just seemed like the most cheap way to make a movie about valentine's day is to just film it like in where there's LA. already all of these sets and lots ready to go um, and they just pulled in stars who happened to be hanging around. <laughs> no, they pulled in people to get audiences. Yeah, I guess. Like and clearly Swift. it worked because they got, uh, I have the okay. whole, so Present you know, your research. yeah. How, how much do you think they spent on <laughs> making Valentine's day? I don't know. What, what would you guess? 50 million. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. It was like 52 million. Okay. And then what do you think they made back? Like 200. Girl, you're right. No way. <laughs> it's 216. Wow, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I was just guessing anything. This is great. Yeah. See, it's really not that hard. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> when you listen to Cameron guessing for a year. Wow. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Like, I they made their money back on whatever money they spent on this, but... I feel like you people. Think it was cheap. Yeah, I just feel like stars were in there to be in there. I think definitely Taylor Swift was. This was like peak girl. Yeah, girl Taylor I guess Swift. a love story had probably just come out. Not just, but like it had impacted. Well, I know she had a really big 2010 album. Yeah, but love story was early. Mm. So it, I remember like mine 
being around that time. Mm. And th- those like girly ass romance ones. Yeah. That were very similar to Love Story. I see. And Sound. Yeah. I, I can't remember which album it was, but I know she had a big one. In Enchanted. I liked that song. Mm. I liked the song in this movie. I remember jamming out to it. It was embarrassing. So Taylor Swift is the kind of like best highlight I can give for any awards that this movie won. Uh, Taylor Swift got the award for best breakthrough female actress at the teen choice awards. That's some bullshit. (laughs) And that's why I was looking up the teen choice awards wiki because that award show is kind of some bullshit. (laughs) Well, yeah, they don't, they don't, the kids, the votes don't matter. Yeah. The teens don't, don't choose. Don't believe it. Yeah. I know because the YouTubers exposed mm-hmm. that because YouTubers are the ones that get screwed. Yeah. So, so like the producers at the end of the day, they reserve the right to yeah. pick the winners out From of the, the top, top three four. or yeah. top four out of five. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's like, it's all just a bit commercial. It's a bit commercial yeah. for yeah. kids. It's, it's honestly, somebody needs to like, expose them girl how do you know that's not what adult award shows are like too though i mean secretly or something i'm not gonna say it on air but (laughs) yeah i mean who knows probably how did bohemian rhapsody win the golden globe tell me for best picture girl that's shady yeah and that's some teen choice awards yeah they were definitely in my editing class earlier this week they were casting a lot of shade to it like well it made no sense yeah literally any other movie in that got better reviews right it's really weird very weird like it's fine for for rami malik like it looked like it was per like it was a purchased nomination right and then shady oh I have a confession to make. It has to do with award shows. So on a lot. Oh, you were going to, you said that you had a confession to make. Is this it? Yeah. (sighs) Okay. Well, so in a lot of these podcasts, I've talked about Lady Gaga and her EGOT Mm, possibly getting closer. Well, I recently figured out that she doesn't have it. (laughs) She doesn't have an Emmy. What? (laughs) Wow. I've said on this podcast so many times she has an Emmy and a Grammy and we're, we might get an Oscar this year. But So I wait, was, she literally I, just has one? Yes. <laughs> so I was confusing... <laughs> girl. Oh, no. I was confusing oh. her Golden Globe for her Emmy. I thought that was her Emmy for American Horror Story. So her show got did get in her concert movie thing I have here, The Monster. Was it Emmy nommed? It got an Emmy for editing, so she oh. didn't get the Emmy. That was Monsters Ball. The Monster Ball. It it was like. Uh, Do you have that DVD? Yeah. We should watch it's it. It's really good. It got. We watched a little. Especially bit. if it got an editing nom, I yep. want to see it. Best editing, and that was a long time ago. So she didn't get it. She didn't get it. Well, she the editors got it. Oh for right, got it. Damn. So I apologize for anyone I misled about Gaga being close to her EGOT. Mm. Mostly myself. <laughs> But we might get a G and an O soon. We'll see. So all the all these podcasts where I've all been talking. All this hype <laughs> that you is artificial. I'm sad about it. I'm it's okay. Mo- at least you exposed yourself. I'm the most you sad about it. You canceled yourself. I'm glad. Uh, yeah, I'm glad I find, found out finally. No one told me. No one questioned me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was confusing her Golden Globe. Like I'm picturing, I was picturing her look and her trophy from the Golden Globes. Mm. Very iconic. Yeah. But it was not the Emmys. And so she doesn't have a Tony either? No. But that one, like, isn't... I knew I knew that one we didn't have. Okay. You're I, like, she'll get that. She it, will. Yeah. She she can. 
She's a theater queen. That was my confession. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sad about it. We're only we only have one letter. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But we might. Have I am feeling for you, so Thanks. I'm I'm sorry, but get it right next time. I know. I know. You can't you can't go on and on with lies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I found out on the subreddit because there was a post about what award she had. And then I was like, where's the Emmy? And people, some people were confused. Like, I thought she had an Emmy. And someone was like, no, she, it was for best editing for this. And, and then I was like, shit, what was the American Horror Story for? And then I looked it up and it was Golden Globe. Why do the Golden Globes have to come in here and mess up everything? I know. Why aren't they part <laughs> of EGOT? Well, I think that's a whole other conversation. I'm just saying. She would be a lot closer. But anyway... So Taylor won. So Taylor Rigor- won that. Rigamores. Yes. Um, and you'll see on there that I have uh, four Razzie noms. I can't remember what the other two. I think the it got nommed also for uh, worst supporting actor, George Lopez. What? And George Lopez? Yeah, which I, I agree. He wasn't that bad compared. I mean, everyone, you know. Oh uh, no! I thought I didn't like it. Really? <laughs> oh well, it's not okay. Hold well, up. Well, that's just George Lopez. He had a whole. It show is just George Lopez. That. You're like, right. No, no. So uh, I'll take it back. His I didn't have any problem issues with his acting. Like he was fine, and he was George Lopez. He he played himself, which is cool. Yeah. But pretty much um, not actually. I think I had more issues with the casting of Ashton's best friend being George Lopez. Why? It just I don't know. I just didn't. Well, but he worked there. He wasn't like. I guess he was his best friend, but he worked there. I guess, but it just like I think it was the age difference that was yeah, maybe. throwing me off. It just I couldn't real really imagine accurately that you have a bunch of old people friends. I mean, I do, but that's abnormal. Well, <laughs> that's not the norm. What else? Uh, so it did win two Razzies. Okay. Uh, Ashton, <laughs> worst actor, <laughs> 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 which. I'm all on board for you got agree? my vote and Jessica Alba worst supporting actress which I'm definitely <laughs> she was barely she was hor- in it uh, yeah and she was horrible when she was wow <laughs> like that scene of her breaking up with him yeah was god awful what about the scene where she's talking to the hotel lady that just felt very like too real just very mundane yeah oh gosh <laughs> like, oh thanks no problem <laughs> yeah it just felt too like normal like there was no point for that scene to yeah, be in there yeah. <laughs> and it the way just, it was written yeah it was so the other guy could come in and yeah like i mean it made sense because it led to the next thing but they didn't try it's like they didn't try to make it interesting at all yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, i guess that makes sense <laughs> it's like realism in valentine's day yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, so really, I mean, we've been through, there wasn't much to research. Uh, the only thing I ever also have is some records, I guess it holds. So Gary Marshall is the director of this film, and he directed also the other two trilogy movies. Okay. Um, Honestly, New Year's Eve wasn't that bad. Okay. I mean, that, I, I'm curious now. I want to watch it. It's in New York. I, yeah, I bet. And New Year's Eve. Woohoo. Yeah. Like I'd be down well, after this, I guess. New Year's Eve is more interesting. It's more of like what you would expect, like skip it, Valentine's it's, Day. It's more of a big deal than yeah. Valentine's Day like we in, do in get, real life. We get New Year's Day off. So right. <laughs> like I, I could just, there's much more cinematically that can be done with something like New Year's Eve as opposed it to It was interesting because it has like people that are working on the ball dropping and all yeah. that. It had stuff about that. So it made sense in New York. 
Exactly. Times Square. So for the record, um, I guess it holds the record as the third highest opening weekend in February. Ever? Yeah, for a movie in February. What are, what are the first and second? I think it did say sec. I think it was behind. Um, I didn't actually. Never mind. I didn't see what it was behind. Oh, okay. Sorry. No, it's fine. I just February is not like a big month, and it's mostly a horror. Right. Month. What about Get Out? Was the Get Out in February? Hmm. It's a good question. I'm wondering because it's horror, and I don't remember when it came out. Yeah. Yeah. So I I do what I kind of know is that it sort of follows the same uh cycle that the retail shopping cycle has like retail shopping is just historically down and same with movie going is always down kind of at the beginning of the year because it has to do with kind of everybody just going out to movies during yeah from christmas exactly yeah. which is its big peak and everybody's kind of getting back into school and work and all that so in general not a popular movie going month the other records it has it's the second highest grossing president's day weekend film opening what's the first beats me <laughs> i guess what was weird is that it stayed in theaters until may 6th which is unheard Way of past Valentine's Day. yeah like and you would never see that now in a really? movie I don't think what so. What about Oscar movies? I mean, maybe, yeah, like maybe <laughs> Get Out is like that one exception that stayed in theaters forever. Or um, any other Oscar movie. I mean, well, so like what they'll do is they'll have these. Bring it back. Yeah. yeah. Or it just, it, it's like a sleeper hit where it takes some gradual time to yeah. get some buzz. And then once suddenly get some buzz, it's like, oh, like I feel like Into the Spider-Verse could be like that maybe. I think it, it's becoming that way. Yeah. But yeah, until May 6th, like that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, it just doesn't even make sense holiday-wise. Mm-hmm. I probably saw it twice if it stayed that long, knowing me. I don't know how much it made on its opening weekend, but apparently it has the second biggest opening for a rom-com movie ever. Ever? Um, yeah, behind Sex and the City, the movie. <laughs> right. With uh, and That one had $57 million. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Rom-com? Yeah. There's so many now. Or there's not so many now, but back then there was just so many. Right, but I mean, I don't think that they're. I don't think that they're generally considered like big men, blockbusters. I want to see what men want. Yeah, <laughs> I want to see what women want. Ugh, that one's trash. Apparently, but it's good, but it's trash. Did what men want already come out? Um, I think so. It's probably it just came out recently. Mm-hmm. I think that I overheard someone in late saying that they had a lot of issues with it. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. It's rom-com. There's also that other rom-com. I feel like rom-coms are trying to make a comeback in a more self-aware 2019 way because there's that other one with, what's her name? Rebel Wilson. Mm. And she like wakes up inside a rom-com or something. And it's like, everything's like stereotypical and everyone's beautiful. It's, it's kind of poking fun at rom-coms, but it's like a rom-com still. You sure. Know? It's, I think that's a new trend, either making it like indie and quirky or making it like self-aware and trying to make fun of it. I mean, I think the formula is too steadfast to just throw out the window, but they do need to transform if that is expecting to survive. And they're trying because it's, it hasn't, it, rom-coms kind of died in the past yeah. few years and they're trying to figure out how to bring it back. I mean, honestly, I think that it's going to have to be more based. Obviously, it has to be a little more inclusive. And, yeah. Um, but we're, we're getting that in like what men want. Mm-hmm. Um, right. By flipping well, it. <laughs> but like that was also the issue that my coworker was just having in general is that she was just sick and tired of everything being redone with women casts. <laughs> like Ghostbusters? Yeah, that's exactly what I said, too. <laughs> Well, not everything being redone. But like everything being redone, Ocean's 8. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> well, that's more action stuff. That's a whole other world that I don't care about. I get it. But also, like, what women want was very problematic. So this is a fun way. Like, that one was particularly problematic. Like, Ocean's Eleven and Ghostbusters aren't particularly problematic. They're just mm. action and boy Male driven. Cast, yeah. yeah, but what men want and what women want was very, like, sexist, I mm. think. I mean, I, I saw it a long time ago, so I don't remember, but I remember it being, like, very stereotypical and gender stereotypy. About I women. mean, in my opinion, what they need to do is do everything that we just mentioned that I guess they're trying to start doing, plus putting it, putting, having the settings being very, like, unique and different, not just at a, you know, New York town, restaurant, house, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, New York or LA, just like I'm um, not domestic, but like rom com in space or rom com well, in the that desert. What Emma or... Stone and Chris Pratt did, or not Emma Stone, Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pratt did. With that, what? That one movie where they're in space and there's just them two the whole time. I don't remember that. It was like a year ago. I don't or two remember years. that. I feel like I kind of remember what you're talking about, where they have to get back to Earth. I don't. I don't know the plot. I just know. They're in space and they're alone. Yeah, but I don't think it was a <laughs> rom-com. What was a romance? Yeah. I think I, I remember vaguely what you're talking about. And I think that movie got kind of swept under. Well, they, they thought they had the formula down because it was J-Law and Chris Pratt. Mm. And that's not all it takes to make yeah. a good movie. I'm just saying, like, I think that that is kind of what a rom-com needs is that we're because we're too used to the typical settings that they take place in. You want Valentine's Day in space? I'd be curious. I'd watch the trailer. Wow. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, other than that, I don't really have too much else to say about this movie. I what was your favorite part? Favorite part? What was your least, least favorite, favorite part? part? Um, you said Jamie Foxx and Taylor Swift were characters were completely pointless. And yeah. And no story. Yeah, they just, I didn't see any character arc in those characters. Well, Jamie Foxx ended up with Jessica Biel. I guess. It ended up. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> anyway. But Taylor Swift, yeah, she was pointless. Did not like her acting. <laughs> <laughs> She's your girl. I know. Well, I knew Taylor Swift was a bad actor when I saw her on SNL for the first time and the last time. Who else? Like, were there any other characters that didn't serve a point? Uh, debatable. <laughs> right. Um, well, Anne Hathaway and for grace felt just like the only ones addressing sex other than the teens which is weird well like so i thought the anne hathaway's character was a cool concept but i think that they they milked the well of it kind of too much that's like the weird part about the jokes in this movie it's like they either like way drove something like they they over exhausted Uh it too much or it just wasn't it was like surface level joke so that was kind of my issue with the humor in this is that it didn't, <laughs> <laughs> there was not like a consistent balance of just good one-liners or anything like that. <laughs> um, my favorite part probably in the movie was when the little boy actor came into the uh, flower shop to get the flowers or whatever. Yeah. And then uh, Patrick Dempsey came up right after the little boy mm-hmm. and that exchange. Cause Patrick Dempsey's a great actor. Like um, I love Patrick. I think he's wow, a great actor. You like the villain girl. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, like I, I think Patrick Dempsey's a great actor. I like him and I liked his acting in this. And I thought that he did a good job. We were, when... we're saying that the best actor in the movie was the little boy. Yes. He was really good. <laughs> He really was. (laughs) But like Ashton um, in that scene didn't do too bad either, I guess. Why do people In terms of when he was realizing. I feel very neutral. I don't know. I just can't. (laughs) Why can't you? 
Anyway, uh, but yeah, do you have anything else to share about this movie? I am I'm exhausted from it. <laughs> As in, I have nothing else to say. I think that I would like to see some other writer attempt a Valentine's Day movie without an ensemble cast. Like maybe focus on one relationship and not a dozen. Well, but they have to cover all kinds of relationships. Fuck that. Like the old have people, to. the old people, and you the can young do people. that. Like you can do that while keeping it all still isolated within one family or within one unit of people that more relate to each other, not just like these isolated relationships where maybe a couple will interweave with one another. But I mean, it was one of the critiques I was reading in the reviews is that it was um, for somebody who enjoys this type of bachelor-esque rom-com type of uh, storylines then you'll love it but otherwise for most people it'd be way too confusing and really you did you think it was confusing i mean because it would be where like they would have like a whole hour gap between one relationship and the mm-hmm. next and not bring it back like Maybe jamie I, I just saw it too many times yeah like jamie fox yeah and i just thought it was yeah i think that it was too complicated to follow certain storylines now Obviously, to do it effectively, you had to make each storyline very, very simple, which I think they did do that for the most part. But still, there's just too many to balance. And it ended up making me not care about any of them. <laughs> like, and that's the whole point. That's like like what we learn in film school is right. less is more. And it's true. It works for a reason. But this was not trying to... I, I realized that <laughs> I was trying to put in as many stars. Well, with it, fan yeah, bases. <laughs> like it knew that it was a flawed premise from, from the get go. And the only way to save it would be to have a star studded cast. Uh, I, I liked the guy naked. That was funny. With the, the mom who catches him like, in, Oh yeah. In his, her daughters. That was funny. That was fun. That was, I remember like with that. him playing the guitar. Yeah. Yeah. That was cute. But like, what even happened to that relationship? Like, she was at the end. Remember the foot shot? Oh, that was them. Oh gosh. <laughs> they they like do a zoom in of her foot like caressing his leg. Yeah. It's really awkward. <laughs> it's so awkward. And it looks like different legs. <laughs> yeah, they remember she was like, "I'm not ready," you know. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. he's like, "That's fine." Yeah. That was it. <laughs> so that's how they resolved. Because yeah. it was like the virginity thing, right? Like they were planning to yeah. do it during lunch break. And yeah. yeah. On Valentine's Day. How romantic. Right. Well, we hope you never watch this movie. Um, <laughs> I guess like the Metacritic, uh, Internet World, whatever, they averaged out all the reviews and gave it a C minus. What do you think? I think a C or C plus. Wow. All right. <laughs> yeah. I, I enjoy it still. I think it's. It's com- it's one of those comforting bad movies to me, you know. All right, I'll give it a D. What? <laughs> hey, that's that's good in my opinion. Girl, that's that's being generous. I thought it was fun back in the day. It 2010. And I get that, right? Time. Like I've said that before how like I have to have a bias of films right. that I watched as a kid, so I definitely have a big bias. Yeah. I just you D know. from me. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, you were what, 14 when this movie came out? What? Or sixteen? How old am I? You'd be six. You'd have been sixteen. I guess. I was like nineteen. Yeah, too old. Yeah, you're yeah. right. If I would have seen this at nineteen, I would have been very upset. Yeah. At sixteen, I was like, ooh, or fifteen or sixteen. How old? Well, 
Right. I mean, whether you watch this movie or not, we certainly hope that you do have a lovely Valentine's Day or not. You well, know, gonna... I mean, does it really matter? Maybe maybe you think it does. And if you you should tell us your thoughts. We hope that you'll tweet us. Yeah. Does Valentine's Day matter? I'm getting a lot of dental work and Cameron has late class. So that's why I was fine with scheduling. It's really going to be a scary one. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll wear something red. I have these like bright red jeans <laughs> that I could wear. But I, I don't think it matters. Hopefully I don't need a root canal and that will be my great Valentine's Day present. I hope you have a great rest of your week. And thank you as always for listening. We couldn't do this without our fans and loyal listeners. So thank you so much for keeping us going. And it's always a treat and pleasure to come back almost every week. We don't know what we are going to be doing next week, but you'll just have to find us at High Keep Book Club to know more. Um, on the usual social media channels if you have ideas about what you would like to hear us cover but if you have a something you want us to cover and talk about we'd love to hear from you you can shoot us an email at heikeybookclub at gmail.com and other than that that's a wrap you'll be hearing from us